So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have... It's not color, it's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in Steven Spielberg right did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what it is when a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's the culture. What's going on, good people? Rich here. School in the building. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Ray P here. Back oh, at you again. <laughs> back at you again with another episode of the culture garden podcast definitely appreciate y'all tuning in for another week we thank mm -hmm. you for continuing to rock with us yeah. um can't do any of this without y'all so please continue sub to subscribe to share to listen to comment interact the whole nine man we love it we love the community we're growing we appreciate y'all out there um quick you know reminder we got y'all we have a feed called yeah. We Got Y'all. It's not on the Culture Garden feed, mm -hmm. all right? But it is in our link tree, which is in the Culture Garden podcast um, um, page, Instagram page. <laughs> we'll make sure that we put the website up on the episode description so you guys have access to the We Got Y'all because that's where we talk about our television. We got mm -hmm. a lot coming up. We told y'all we were going to do um, Harlem first, but we actually ended up doing Your Honor because I binge watched it. I couldn't stop watching it. I know school's in the middle of watching it. Ray P had been yep. to it. Me mm -hmm. and Ray just did episode one and two. We dropped that. So it's on the feed. Really fun episode. I think me and Ray hit a lot of points that a lot of y'all are thinking. Um, yeah. It's good. Y'all go check it out. It's good. And we got more <laughs> coming up. We got a lot of um, television coming up in the months of February and March and throughout the year. So please get hit to that. Please subscribe. It's not going to be on the Culture Garden feed per se, but... Uh, we want to make sure if y'all like television like us, slide over there. Uh, yeah. But we're going to get into today's episode. But before we do, how y'all been, man? It felt like a long week since the last time we recorded. Am I tripping? Nah, it's been a long week. <laughs> you should say a little bit both. Yeah, I, I don't know. It felt like, uh, what was our last one? Our family wedding. Yeah, our family, our family wedding. It felt like that was like two weeks ago. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. It's. I think it's the video, not having the video. Oh, we didn't have a video. Yeah, that's yeah, probably what I'm thinking video. about. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, what y'all do this weekend, man? Ray P, what you up to? Uh, what did I do this past weekend? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you were shocked when I asked, like, hold on, I had to think about it. <laughs> you, you know what I in my business a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I was just I, I, I weak because I was on some pleasantries and Ray was like, hold up. Hold up. Now my minutes. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm weak really because the nigga ain't never started the uh, episode with pleasantries. So yeah. I was expecting like a little Rachel was like, hold up, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. You know what? I really was taken aback. Like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, then you can rewind to that part because her face said it all. I'm like, all right. Well, no more pleasant streets, man. We'll get right with the shit. I, will... I know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> How about you, school? 
Hey, Uh-oh. it was my baby girl's sixth birthday. Okay. Happy birthday, Emily. Happy birthday to my Happy niece, birthday. Emily. Yeah, so we went to um, this place called Altitude, and it was like a jumping place with trampolines. Oh, okay. It was lit. You know, I'm old. I woke up sore and shit, but, you know, it's life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the words of my grandparents, keep on living. Keep shit. living. Shout out to Eddie yeah. Lee and Flossie May. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um. Good. Yeah, man. I, I changed my brakes this past weekend. I saw you doing oh, that man. manual labor. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't fun, but I had to get it done. Yeah. Real you know, man. Little, yeah, man. Man, you know, still use our hands out here, man. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to fix shit. Shout out to me. Just had to remind people real quick. Yeah, you know, hands be soft. You said what school? I said these new niggas' hands be soft. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but for real, for real, th- today, I guess not today, but the day you're actually listening to this episode, if you're listening on the day it drops, is my birthday. So mm-hmm. we're recording the day before my birthday. So, you know, yeah. let's see another year. You know Big what I mean? Birthday blessings. Uh, yeah, you already yeah. know. You already know. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, mm-hmm. I already told School and Ray for my birthday, I felt like this episode, because I, they love this film that we're discussing today, they yeah. love it. Yeah. I'm gonna kind of chill and sit back as a listener. I, of course, I got some things to say. I got some points to make about the film, but I want to hear them break this, you know, down categories a whole nine. And um, that's my gift to myself because I'm such a fan of both of them. Just kind of sit back and, and hear them talk about this film that they love so much. Um, I'll get it started as far as the intro. Obviously, we're talking about what's love got to do with it. Uh, we'll talk about how we got into this film because it was school's pick. Like I said, he's gonna take this over in a minute, but few stats for you. It was released June 25th, 1993. Directed by Brian Gibson, who passed away in 2004, so R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. He only made two more films after this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, only made two more films. This is, this is definitely his most notable. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Love Got to Do With It. Um, it was written by Tina Turner and Kurt Loder due to the film being um, credited from the book I, Tina. Mm-hmm. And Kate Lanier is credited for the screenplay. Had a budget of an estimated 15 million and made 39.1 million worldwide. It's not on any streaming platform, so you have to own or rent this one, but it is $3.99, like we talked about. It's actually 430 with the tax, not 414 inflation. My bad. Oh man. Yeah, they're bugging on us. They're bugging on us, but um definitely an easy rent, worth yeah. the time solely for the actor performances, if, if nothing else. Um, for awards, it had 15 nominations and three wins. It was nominated at the 1994 Academy Awards for Best Actor and Actress in a Leading Role. Obviously, Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. One outstanding achievement in a feature film at the 1994 American Choreography Award. Michael Peters was the choreographer. Angela Bassett won a Golden Globe for the Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical. And she also won an NAACP Image Award in 95 for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Motion Picture. Um, we obviously talked about Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. I know we're going to have a heavy conversation, or should I say y'all are going to have a heavy conversation about the two of them. Uh, but before y'all do, I do want to jump in and say this. So I'd say back in November, December, I threw out, I forget who it was, um, Empire Magazine, Mm-hmm. Made a Thank list of the best, you know, top 50 actors of all time or top 100, whatever it was. And I was just kind of taken aback by, you know, the lack of talented melanin that wasn't on that list. 
Yeah. Um, when I started floating the idea, man, you know, Culture Garden gonna have to make our own like top 50 best black actors. And I, I put yeah, it on this stage and it got a lot of traction. And at some point this year, we are gonna compile a list of the top 50 best black actors. And I wanna ask y'all just as a teaser, Angela Bassett, Lawrence Fishburne, Ray P, where you think they ranking for you? Like they top 10, they top five, like just a little teaser, it ain't gotta be long. Definitely in the top 10, maybe top five, but definitely in the top 10. That's a, I think it's an easy top 10 call. What you think, yeah. school? Um, easy top 10 call. I was going to say four of my top 50 is in this movie. Oh. No. Yeah. Okay, then. Save yeah. that. Save that. We'll talk about that later. Oh, I think it's an easy top 10. Low-key, low-key slash hockey. Like Angela might be top two for me. Yeah, for sure. You know I mean? So, you know, we're, we're gonna have fun with that when we have those conversations. Um, that'll yeah. become some point, we'll, we'll get that figured out. But I just wanted to tease that a little bit. You also have Jennifer Lewis as Zelma Bullock, Vanessa Bell Calloway as Jackie, um, Chai McBride. I know that's your boy Frost, <laughs> yeah. um, a ton of other actors in this film. So, school, I'm gonna let you kind of take it away. Y'all, Ray P, do y'all thing. This nigga took off for his birthday. Classic or no? Um, I'm I'm say yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but I will say this too, though. It has, it can also go into that YouTube classic. Like if you just in the mood, nah. If you just in the mood for some Ike Turner, you can just go to YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, and. That's all I'm saying. That's what I mean when I say that. You know, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Well, Rachel, is it a classic? Yes, one thousand <laughs> percent. Um, when I used to babysit, imagine, um, my little cousins. Yeah. I used to, and this is probably traumatic. Oh my god, as an adult thinking about this, I used to watch this shit like every day. Would watch hey. it on VHS, rewind <laughs> it. And watch it, watch again. it again. Um mm-hmm. Rich, you mentioned that it's a hard watch. And as an adult, fully obviously you know what abuse looks like as a child, you know, right. even as a young teenager, young adult. It doesn't take you to be 30 something to see that. A right. woman getting her ass beat is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the performances in this movie were so fucking good I'm not just talking about the acting but even like the choreography the dances like I can't believe Angela didn't win for this shit Um, I just I am in love with this movie but 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 after watching the I Tina documentary on uh, HBO Max and to hear Tina say how much one she hates this movie Mm -hmm. Um, how much she has not healed from her life in general, life with Ike situations thereafter. I feel guilty with how much I love this movie because, like, mm-hmm. am I laughing at your pain? Am I taking joy? Right. It's something that is, this is like a sad ass movie. It's extremely tragic. Like, yes, Tina triumphed in the end, but. Yeah. That's my shit. Yeah. I don't know. That's my shit. It's, excuse me. It's funny that you even 
that must have been an older uh, sibling thing or a big cousin thing because my first memories with this movie is my older sister <laughs> at my grandparents' house, uh-huh. HBO. This is on like Showtime Woman or HBO Woman or something like that all the time. And we would watch this shit. And my sister's eight years older than me. So there's no way I'm touching the remote. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like six or seven. And that's my first experience with this movie. And I loved it. Like, I, I already love music. Mm-hmm. I remember the very beginning is just so iconic. That's her yeah. as a little girl. Just and I at that time I, I Richard tell you I wanted to be a singer singer. Like I used to write music. Do you sing? Dr- not like, not like I wanted. When he was a kid, he actually could sing. Like it wasn't yeah, far fetched. Yeah, it wasn't far fetched for him to be like, I want to sing. Like if I would have got some lessons, I'd have been all right. You don't have to have lessons; it just enhances. If you have, yeah, but puberty, them. puberty is a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really okay, is. Fair, fair, so, fair, fair. Yeah, so for sure. Damn. But yeah, yeah. so my that, that's my. That's my I first guess, experience with it. I guess for the sake of it, I will answer the question. Um, it is a classic. Hmm. It's definitely a classic. Uh, Ray, I, I agree with you as far as kind of feel bad for even saying that. Um, yeah. I know a lot of that is to do with, man, the performance by Lawrence Fishburne. Angela included, but Lawrence Fishburne, like, let me let me just say this real quick. I call it the uh, good to see you scene. Mm-hmm. When she came back from the hospital after the suicide attempt, yeah, like, hey, see. hey, any anybody can be a rambling fool, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's hard to act like one. Yeah, and the way he delivered that scene—that was a monologue mm-hmm. full of gibberish, topic to topic. The yeah. demeanor of somebody being high, like the unapologetic nature that he had—that's every emotion you were supposed to feel towards Ike. You felt it from his performance. There's not a lot of actors who've ever walked this earth. That can pull off something like that. Like yeah, I just gotta like it. Like that's why this film is so good and it's such a classic. The subject matter of it though is obviously tough. And I guess one of my issues with it, and this is what I want to say. I feel like this for this to be advertised as the Tina Turner, um, a Tina Turner movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's really Ike and Tina's story. I don't know if they celebrated her enough. For this to be her movie, like I, I know it took about fifty-five minutes mm-hmm. for the first form of, um, you know, physical domestic violence to take place. Yeah, but once they got rolling with that, they got rolling with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I obviously I know it's nineteen ninety-three. If if it's two thousand twenty-three and you're making that film, you're gonna you're gonna do like a six series mini six episode miniseries, right? I get that, but I don't know something about it just felt like. What was your intent of this movie? Was it to really show these scenes? Like, I don't know. I, I just, it's kind of weird. And I know Tina and I, I know Ike and Tina joke has been going along on as long as we've been alive, right? Yeah. Um, and you grow up with it in comedy. You grow mm-hmm. up thinking that it's funny. Like, you know what I mean? And there's, listen, man, we all a little fucked up, man. There's That's humor, the movie. There's some humor and some dark shit sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not excusing anything, but like I said, it was grown up and taught to be a comedic thing. And you sit here and watch this. I'm like, damn, man. Like, and Tina's a real person. She's yeah. got to hear all this shit that niggas is laughing at, too. And, like, yeah. when you think about that as a grown man, mm-hmm. it makes things hit a little bit different, man. So it's, yeah. it's a tough watch, but it is enjoyable because 
I wanted to see more triumph, but it is enjoyable overall because of the man, the performances were great. Yes, they are, brother. Yes, they are. I think yes, it's very are. interesting that you say that. Um, and it's something that I hadn't really thought about, but you have to remember so 93, when did Tina actually the time it took for her to become liberated, number one. Man. Mm-hmm. And then, two, to actually get her own thing off the ground. She wasn't Tina Tina by herself on her own popular really until the mid-80s. So wow. for this to come out in 93, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She doesn't. Yeah. The majority of her story is I like Tina. And so that's why at the end, you know, she's finally had What's Love Got to Do With It. Which she hated at first, ironically enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but that big hit came so much later in life. Like she already was sixty damn years old, damn near when that came out. You know, that's a great point. Good point. That yeah, great point. Great, yeah, yeah, mm. <clears throat> for sure. Uh, but here's my here's my thing with the movie. The one thing that really, I mean, I know we're not at that point of what bothers me, but it goes back to what you were saying, Rich, about the the story, like. If you don't really know Tina Turner, then you don't know. Like, my point being, they didn't give us any of those triumphs that you're speaking of. Like, they don't ever, the biggest thing they do is show you that $25,000 check. But they never show you that she has any number one records. Um, it's in the but you know, like when Temptations, there's a scene, a scene of the billboard and they showing their their songs moving up in the billboard. Like, that's my point. Like, if you don't know about Tina Turner, you don't know if she was even popular. Like, you know, they do a couple concert marquees. Oh, they're with the Rolling Stones. Like, but the Rolling Stones in the 60s, 70s was coming up just like they were. So that name didn't mean anything. Like... I, They're a little earlier because you have to think the Rolling Stones bit off of Muddy Waters, and that's the forty. Oh yeah, absolutely. So top early sixties, uh, the Stones and Ike and Tina were pretty much at their peak. And you have to consider the Stones had crossover popularity because you know from they from over there, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's what I, helped I them. Think that that was them showing. Look at the peak at the pinnacle of our career, this is what we're doing. So while they really didn't have, to your point, the um, the scrolling marquee of hits, the various tour dates, you know, them motherfuckers were sold out. They weren't empty. They weren't playing Club Beach. Right. You know? <laughs> so they were playing full houses, and I think that yeah. that was uh, trying to shine a light on the point that you're making. Right, right. What's uh what's some of your favorite scenes? I would say let's get into it. Okay, well, yeah. first off, um, as a church kid, as a choir girl, <laughs> I'm gonna open it up with the opening scene. Yes. <laughs> um, with this little light of mine, because first off, is that not your first church song? Is this little light of it, mine? Always. <laughs> and Little Tina, little Anne was singing. Okay, she was, she was up, singing down, and it just reminded me of again, a church kid. Um, the ways that the church has changed because now all that mm-hmm. blues shouting, yeah, that's mandatory. 
what you get it or got <laughs> gospel music before they started trying to water it down to CCM, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that shit. That is one of my favorite scenes. Like it makes you yeah. feel good. You don't even know what you're about to get hit with if you didn't know right. the story. Oh, okay, yep. Started singing in church. Yep, typical yeah. singers. Oh shit. Wait a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Instant and good old, good old <laughs> choir director Hattie Banks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Shout out to her. Um, yes. So I'm open with that, and then um, I'm gonna fast forward this a bit. I'm gonna get to and second time at the bar. So she's left Nutbush, Tennessee, and now she's in St. Louis, and she's already gone to the club with Eileen one time, and so this time she come Coca Cola, please. She's got her Eileen's white dress on that she specifically told her not to touch. Mm -hmm. It's the the next time other than some humming and singing that we really, really hear and see Anne on stage with them shoulders (laughs) and that smile like, she killed that shit. Yeah, Um, she did. And shout out to Ike. It let us, the first time we see that Ike is popular and we see the women going crazy to sing with the band but when Tina got on stage, the fact that he and the band were so taken aback by her performance, mm-hmm. by her, um, I don't really want to call it stage presence because them shoulders and that rock <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't it. But yeah. um, that voice is such so good, a fucking powerful weapon. Like it's so a good. weapon, you know, mm-hmm. not just a tool. Like that motherfucker's deep. So. I'll start there and let you go. All right, so I'm going to go. I'm I'm agreeing with you on those, and I'm going to go a little bit earlier. Okay. I'm going to go when she when she gets off the bus. Okay. She, okay. You know, obviously her grandmother has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't seen her grand. He, she's never seen her mom or her sister. So like she, Yeah, she's about to get off this bus. She gets off this bus, and she she has the the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know, y'all don't know y'all, you know, when y'all see her and all that. And then my favorite thing about this whole scene is Jennifer Lewis, man. Jennifer Lewis is just so good. She plays yeah. that role of a you you know she was a young mother who didn't want to live in the country. Like right. I'm about this city life, this right. fast life. I'm sure that's why her and her husband broke up. Um but And I think he was hitting on her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but also she wasn't gonna let her guilt her into anything. Yeah. When she she told her, you know, that was a good pie, you know, trying to just compliment her. That's a good pie. We taught you how to make it, your grandmother. Well, obviously, like <laughs> who else? Like she said, Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna let you know this right now. You ain't about to guilt me in my own house. Right, you right. Me? Sheesh. So that's that's one for me. You got another one? Oh, sure. I was gonna say though, did you know that Jennifer Lewis is only like a year and a half, maybe two, older than Angela Bassett? Yes, I know she auditioned for the role. So for them, for Jennifer Lewis to be like the mother of Black Hollywood, yes. and Angela, she's now we see her as queen mother because of Black Panther, but she still is like a sexy, yeah. still seen as a sexy woman, not the mother of Black Hollywood. Right. So now maybe she might be because of um, being a queen, but yeah. Um, okay, I'll move to the first rehearsal of Make Me Over. Uh, oh, the man. first time Ann gets to the house, we see, we meet for real, for real, the background singers, the girls. Um, mm-hmm. 
and the rest of the band sort of up close. And and is smoking that shit. We got mama talking about Rafa. What do you mean, Rafa? Rafa you know, screaming like a damn man. Um, mm-hmm. that's a favorite scene just because love that. I'ma skip over um Lorraine shooting herself, and I'ma skip over and staying once everybody left because that's something that bothered me and something that I have a question with because girl, what the fuck is you still doing there? Everybody right. is gone. And it wasn't dark when they left. So I need to know, is this a continuity issue or your ass fully <laughs> intended on being there? And mind you, I guess I'm not skipping that. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. We here. And she was a young girl. She's like 16, 17 years She's old. She's like 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. I literally just had a conversation about me being 15, 16, 17, doing things I ain't had no business doing. No business. But like, yep. I believe you left her. <laughs> Why would you leave mm-hmm. her there, sister? Damn. Um, she was she was getting chased. You see, the little dude was under her. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. here is the real thing, though. In real life, at this time, she Tina was dating the saxophonist. Yes, and and I love when movies do that. When 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 she first comes in and they introduce to the band, they make a point of her talking to him and him talking to her and blah 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 and that's just to let you know like that was the real man in her life for the first two or three years of her being in St. Louis that's crazy her first child is Spider's baby Mm -hmm. rest in peace Craig that's not I mean Ike adopted him but nigga I got to be in your bed letting you talk to me crazy I know yeah. he probably really loved this woman. Watch mm-hmm. you beat her ass and take my son. Yeah. This wow, is- man. <laughs> Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. <laughs> me. Me, like, what the fuck is going on in St. Louis, Missouri? Hey, um, it was wild. It was wild. And this is low-key one of my favorite scenes just because it was shady. Um, So, I'm, again, not skipping. So, Ann is still at the house. And she and Ike are at the piano. And he goes... <laughs> Open your mouth. Uh-huh. You ain't never been to the dentist, have you? So don't you tell me that I'm resting because I got all these cavities. Basically, like, that's what he was saying. If people don't know that, he got a bunch of cavities. Mm-hmm. So Can I just dentist. interject real quick and just say I'm sorry right now? Because never mind. Go yeah, what? Nah, because I went to the dentist today, man. I gotta get some work done, and I'm sorry about it. Yeah, it cost the arm and the leg, even with insurance. But anyway, even with um. um I want to jump in and I want to say I'm surprised that you didn't you didn't have the scene of uh, just Ike when he first just his swag and just how he 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 pretty much gamed her up, had he? Did he not? He did. He did. He gamed her and and her mom showed her cards from the jump. She is money hungry. When that man slid her that 200, for her to show yeah. up at uh at seven o'clock, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean rougher? Yeah, all right. <laughs> but think, what year is this? Fifty something, two hundred dollars. Because they ran over the bushes, and she looked at the bushes like you know that, he ain't run over them damn bushes. Yeah, come on. That wasn't a little bit of money. No, it was not. So no, it was not. Mm-hmm. I, is no, it weird it to not. say shout out to Ike for balling? I don't know, but well. 
uh, another side note, Rocket Rocket 88 was a big hit. It was a big know, hit, that his, yeah. That was his first little big hit, so he had it, you know? Shit. Mm, mm, mm. He had it. He had it. So, shout out oh. to Ike, man. Yeah, listen, can I just jump in real quick and just say yes. like, like, Ike was a um he was a decent character for about 20 25 minutes. <laughs> like he was a, like you know what I mean? You didn't have a reason like other than knowing the real life story. Yeah. yeah. You just watching the film, you know he a little bit, you know, not so, but Yeah, I mean, what well, I lean tried to say, you know, every woman in here is in love with Ike Turner. So we see that he going to be a hoe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or a womanizer, yeah. but what yeah. you? Uh, I yeah, as far say... as like the savage shit that he was doing, right? Like, he wasn't shit. He we wasn't shit the whole movie, but he wasn't right. like no like oh shit, I what the fuck you on? Well, you know even what? even you, I love the fact that the the scene where um where he first talks to her and he says he sent Spider to get cigarettes and then he pulls out cigarettes. If she had two or three years, a little bit more experience. She would have got up from that table at that moment. <laughs> you feel me? Like she just so country and I thought you sent him to get cigarettes. Like she might not have got up. She might have thought it was right. smooth. She wouldn't have been naive about it. She would have been like, ah, I feel you. Okay. Peace. Mm. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have got up. But what yeah. I wanted to say is that I believe that it's Jackie, while they're at the house for that whole make me over scene, uh, it's either her or I'm about to call her Pam, but that's not her name. I know. I don't remember her name. Um, you talking about the chick from CB4? Yeah. I'll look it up. Y'all keep talking. Darlene. Uh, it's in my notes. <laughs> uh, it's either uh, Jackie or Darlene that says, I gonna beat your ass or where you're out. And they're talking to each other about the steps. So that is our first um inclination that wait a minute mm-hmm. now it'd be some other shit going on here yeah every scene from there from Lorraine from the the cavity situation cavity gate to Lorraine shooting herself <laughs> we see that Ike is crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because the woman that you live with and does have two of your children yeah, just shot herself mm-hmm. in her stomach in the home while yep. we're all here. And you still trying to have sex with me? Ain't no trying. Hey, that's he like when, that's like that's like when uh that's like when a vet just left the clinic and Jody has to use a car so he can so he can slide over to Peter's house. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on with the people, man? Sick. It's a sickness, it's sick. I tell you. Hey, that's nasty work. <laughs> nasty work, man. That's filthy nasty work. work. Filthy yeah. work. Um, <clears throat> that shit disgusting. Yes. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention mention the next scene as a blind bombshell. Clearly, um, mm-hmm. the hair dye scene. <laughs> yes. Now you know you need your ass whooped. Now you know you need an ass whooping. That, but I have a fear. And shout out to Sala J, my hairstylist. She can color the fuck out of some hair. But I do get anxiety probably because of this movie. I mean, not enough to stop dyeing my hair blonde at this point. But 
I, every time I go get my color touched up, like I'm anxious. Like, oh my God, what if my hair fell out? <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is so real because it's happened um, back before I knew better and was doing relaxer and color. Oh my God. Um, mercy. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but I definitely had a situation where the hair was in the sink. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, thank God for Jesus. Yeah. We are over that <laughs> um, several years ago. And then I'm going to move to I Can Tina right before Fool in Love. I feel like I'm okay. about to say every single scene is my favorite, so I don't want to take they, over. Listen, but... they all are. This movie is classic. And it's some scenes like of course, none of the abusive scenes, right. but like the like you said, the rape scene is horrible. But leading the scene leading up to that, like when they kicked everyone out the room and Frost is is just talking shit, like and, and the white boys walking out with the coke, and that nigga said, "Hey, what you doing with that? That ain't no flower." <laughs> <laughs> that shit coming. He meant that, he meant that shit. Like, yo, he what are you doing, bro? And my favorite part of that whole scene is when uh, he knocks on that window and Tina, and she say, hey, don't get nothing on you. Don't get nothing on you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I love that, bro. Frost is, Frost is my dog, bro. That, that's, a, that's a loyal dude, man. You ask me why? Because that nigga is loyal. Yeah, but that shit is crazy. Because now I'm looking at you like, what the fuck do you be doing? Other than obviously you already too, know. But... You already know what he doing. Yeah. Fuck all of y'all, mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, but to what I was gonna say about the scene right before Fool in Love, where Tina is saying, "Nigga, I'm tired. I've had this baby. You've taken mm-hmm. me to Mexico. You've changed my name. Having some vocal issues, and I, for me, it's a call back to the scene at the house where um." Ike is again gaming her after Lorraine is bloody bruised and impaired, impaled at the hospital. Um, and he's like, you know, all these motherfuckers leave me. Mm-hmm. And he's so insecure. Just like these niggas. Um, he's so insecure and took her truly, truly, truly being exhausted as her trying to sabotage and abandon him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he gets into yeah. you like the sorriest motherfucker I've never seen. Like mm-hmm. you just like these other motherfuckers. And she is having this whole internal conflict. Like nigga, I can barely sing. Yeah. I can barely talk. So I have to muster literally everything that is within me to go out here and sing Fool in Love. And tore it off the frame. And tore it <laughs> off the frame. That single glory tear <laughs> yes, it's everything. I felt that in my spirit. Uh, Fool in Love might be my favorite performance. Am I about to lie? That yeah, you lying. That take that 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 that, that tail feather. I was about to say other because you can't include Proud Mary because Proud Mary is yeah, that's all the way up there on its own. Like you can't include that. That's something well, as far else. as just vocal. You know what? You know what's up there. Um, Ooh, the mountain high. Yes, uh, river deep, mountain high. That is my shit. Oh, shit, we get some vocals. Me and my friend, me and my friend Danielle, like, we used to be screaming that in the hallway. That is my song, Phil Spector. Phil Spector, but um, beautiful writing. Mm -hmm. And I love might be one of my top performances in the movie. 
side note, I think they played a little heavy on the uh, the jealousy of uh, Ike. You think team. so? I well, know. I, the reason I say that is because Ike was obviously handling all the money, and his name is on that record. Like his name's all over it, so he's getting his credit. Yes, he's a singer. That's known. Yeah, but so is Ike. Yeah, and his, no, his he's a producer, and that's his woman. Yep. He's, Ike is everything. Yeah, Ike is everything. Dirty SOB. The, the saddest part about all this is we can't give Lawrence Fishburne his flowers as much as you want to because of the character he was playing. Yeah. But Lawrence was just like... So, come on. Can I, can I interject? Please. We can't. Yes. I feel like we can. I don't know how I feel to... like... Let me say this real quick. My bad. I feel like it's reversed. I feel like if Lawrence Fishburne in real life was on this shit, we couldn't even. We it'd be hard talking about it. I, I've told school this. I've never talked to Ray about it. I told school this a lot. I'm really torn. One of my favorite movies just to watch is mm-hmm. The Negotiator. Okay. By F. Gary Gray, directed by F. Gary Gray, starring Samuel Jackson and Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is a terrible fucking human being. Yes. One that I can't even sit here and imagine to talk about in a positive light, even if it is for his acting. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of rough. I feel like Lawrence Fishburne playing a terrible person, especially with the fact that he didn't like even get to shadow Ike. Yeah. All he, all he really learned was how he walked. So everything right. that he did was like so on point. Like I feel like you can give him them. Like I said at the beginning, that's the reason. Like this film is a classic more than anything. You want to talk about Bonafide's acting performances? These two leads just killed it. Killed it. I think Lawrence can get his flowers. Um, I just wanted to shout that out. because, But I feel everything you say in school because Ike yeah. is it's hard. I, I think we both in the same line of thinking that it's hard to appreciate those scenes while you're watching them mm-hmm. and appreciate you seeing Ike do that bullshit yeah. because of how good Lawrence is doing it. Like, in yeah. real life, it's bullshit. If you was there in person, ain't no way you're going for it. You ain't witnessing it. Like, you ain't interfering. Like, all interfering, interfering, excuse me, shit. All that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. on screen, it's like, this nigga is on it. Like, this shit is mm-hmm. wild. It's a, it's a marvel to see. And that just goes to their talent. So, I, well, I think that you can give him his flowers for it. Side note. Uh, he recently did an interview with Jamel Hill, and he said that when he was when he was 20 he got married early when he was around 23 his wife was 21 he said he was abusive and that's where he picked up a lot of that um he also said that well damn Lawrence, you just killed the whole shit i just said yeah um he also said he got therapy and got it all worked out and um he also would not let brian gibson the director shoot any of those heavy scenes more than four times. That was the limit. He said he didn't want anyone on set to live in that. Like, that's a heavy emotional state to even go to. Um, so he was like, we only shooting this four times, especially that rape scene. Like, he was like, four times. He said he wanted to be inside the booth. It was a small area. He told him, no, don't shoot us from the waist down, like, only the waist up. Like, And also when he was hitting her, if you ever noticed, there was always something uh, in the way obstructing him. Like, so you as a viewer had to work, you know, to, you know, see it visually. You know, he didn't want you to really 
see him hitting her. Doing that. Yeah. So and he said he got the stare from black women for a very long time um, for that. Role. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. How many times do we call characters or actors by their character yep. name? Like, yeah. sometimes for the longest. Huh? He was the last. I said I think Tariq was like the last big example. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I haven't watched. Uh, I'm I'm doing my rewatch or not rewatch, but my first watch of Bel Air season one in yeah. preparation for we got y'all when we talk about Bel Air. But you I've heard that him. Carlton. I heard that Carl, character Carlton was somebody people hate. Mm-hmm. Like hate. to the point, like he gets it in real life, and it's like, yo, I'm a I'm a character on TV. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I haven't witnessed it yet. But before that, I know Tariq was that when he was on Power. Like people hated Tariq. I always yep. fucked with Tariq. I just want to say it. So everybody that's on Team Tariq now, y'all late, man. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> you had my bad. My bad. I'm shutting up. Y'all got it. well what i was gonna say is that i was thinking about what you were saying about Lawrence fishburne and Mm -hmm. having objects in the way i guess probably the only time maybe the limo scene and when ike hits jackie for the eat the cake anime um scene which is one of my favorite scenes um he smacked her for real in real life Mm -hmm. and uh, Cleveland's very own Vanessa Bell Calloway was like, I wanted to whoop his ass for real. Like, all of that <laughs> became very real because he really hit me. I was like, oh, this nigga's crazy. <laughs> she definitely stole that scene. Like, that whole scene, she she commands that scene. So, 100%. I, can, I can feel that. 100%. I feel that. Um, I feel like we're still in scenes and we're at we've been talking about scenes for like 30 minutes. <laughs> you doing i love this but, shit. but it's so many this whole movie is just like man it's, it's scenes galore it's it's hard to break it down because usually when we have our scenes like i might not say everything on my list but i feel like because i love this movie and the way i feel yes. about it like no everything is important everything I try is to important what i could take out and I really can't because moving on to the next scene, when they at the house, yep. when Lorraine come drop the kids off, like, mm-hmm. well, we see that Ike is taking the you money. playing daddy? <laughs> oh, you playing daddy? Ike <laughs> is taking the money and keeping it from Tina. Control. You whooping mm-hmm. her ass and you t- keeping all the money. Yep. Hello. Then we mm-hmm. see, this is the first time we see that Darlene and Ike got a little thing. And yes. there's a call to it. Um... While they're on a plane, there's various little scenes in the movie where we see Ike and Darlene um, being and more. Darlene different. is the number one hater. And Darlene he is stay dropping dimes and saying shit to Tina. Yeah, because mm. that's that's her nigga too. <laughs> 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 it's like he both for ours. I just keep it at your house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, we see. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> hey, mama, mama, her, something else, ain't she? Yeah, we see her basically tell Tina, like, bitch, he's just a man being a man. Like, mm-hmm. and he's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> he's a good man. <laughs> we see that we have heard that so many times from our elders. I mean, think of it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, just saying, like, let this man do whatever because. Now y'all got money. Now y'all got whatever. And that is a life, essentially, that she wanted for herself. Yep. 
And I think if her husband has some money, she might would have stayed in that bush. But you know, I'm <laughs> kicking my ass, and we ain't got no money. Right. No. 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 <laughs> uh, I'll speed it up, unless you want to jump in. Go ahead. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll speed it back. Um, we're gonna get to tail feather. Because they was dancing their asses off. We see Killing Steel Spectre. Way ahead of their time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can put that dance break in a song on somebody's right? tour yeah. in a video today and it will go mm -hmm. off. Put that mm -hmm. shit on TikTok. I bet you it was a challenge that shit going, shit going um, crazy. Because they was killing that shit. Um, I seen you do the jerk all night. But... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now you see it. Now let me see you shake a tail feather. Uh, you been Nova, and let me see let you me do see it. You do it. Hey, I, they was killing it, I wasn't they? Love this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> um, to your point, we see Ike being jealous. <clears throat> that's real good, and that's real good. Once he finally heard, you know, the whole hey, that song. belt. That's one of the coldest belts in history, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the hand. Hands, yes. <laughs> I rock that shit right now, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm not really gonna let you do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stop right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm not gonna let you do that. Um, you, then you I'm going outside like that. Oh, <laughs> it's just a Halloween party. Um, I'll go to the limo scene, the plane into the limo scene, just because it's the first time we really, really, really see and fight back. Um, yes. I cannot say that her. Um, Suicide attempt is a favorite scene, but even just in the lim in the ambulance when I was like, <laughs> "You hear me, bitch? bitch? I kill you." It's not funny, but nigga, but, like I said mm -hmm. earlier, man, sometimes we we all a little fucked up. Yeah, it's not funny. Like if we was in it, if we were really in that situation in real time, mm -hmm. it would be no laughs. But no laughs. And hearing somebody say that goofy shit, <laughs> that shit is know. goofy. The look in his eyes, you could see one that he was scared, but he two, scared. he's also high. Mm -hmm. He's Always. in the clouds. Scotty mm -hmm. is calling this nigga, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so just to do all of that, and I was glad to see she and Jackie had remained friends, all of that. But in the limo, you know, my girl was fed up, and she was, yeah. they was fucking each other up. Yeah. Um, and you and, and you could tell how comfortable Ike was in in those situations. Yeah, um, that he just thought that you know, oh, let me let me take this a step further and show you you can't talk to me like that again. When he took off his shoe, and Nigga. and then when he told her, "Wake me up at six thirty, huh? You hear me?" Like he knew in his head, like I handled that. That's done. She gonna wake me up and nigga, please. She was fed up. He had no qualms. This isn't in the privacy of our home. And nope. even when it is in our home, we ain't here by ourselves. You right. didn't mind dragging me from the east to the west wing right. of the house, knowing we got 25 people outside who can hear us, who can yep. see us, because the bedroom is right here. Mm -hmm. um, now we're in a limo. This nigga can hear us. Definitely. We have to check into a hotel, clothes bloodied and torn. Can I say something real quick? I'm sorry. Can I just sure. say something real quick? Yeah. Every time I see this scene, you know what I think of? I wish I was in a theater to see what the audience reaction was when they walked in that um, mm -hmm. hotel, both fucked up. 
I yeah. wonder if anybody laughed. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was nothing yeah. funny about it, but it was also like so you you so taken aback by it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't know if anybody did it. You said what? I think maybe just shock, like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, like not laugh like comical, not mm-hmm. not lot, not comical, like what like Sometimes you give off the what the fuck. Yeah, like I just wanted I'm to like pumped. I would love to see the audience's reaction when that happened because that's mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine seeing that in real time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Obviously never saw yeah. it in the theater because in 90s. Right, right. I just would have loved to see I would have loved to see <laughs> I would have loved to hear people's reaction or see people's reaction in the theaters. Like We've never really talked about this on the pod, but mm-hmm. that's probably something we could just randomly older movies like we weren't young old enough to see, like yeah. ones that we just wish we could have been in the theater to witness. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. wish I would have been in the theater to witness Goodfellas and you know Godfather, yeah. you know this film just for that reason. Mm-hmm. But y'all got it. Go ahead, my baby. Very interesting. Go ahead, school. All right, we on. Are we on to quotes? Do you got we can quotes? go wherever. The whole move. The whole movie is my favorite scene. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, you got any quotes? Uh yeah, we've already kind of set them. Uh, your grandmama teach you how to cook. Who else? Um, I'm the only. Oh, <laughs> I'm the only sinner in this house. Okay, because one. Oh, that was right? a good one. Um, yeah. what I'm gonna do with two more kids? Um, you got most <laughs> of the nigga going to jail. Uh, uh, obviously I'll f- f- fire your ass. Um, <laughs> oh, this is some good cake, man. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the cake, anime. Obviously, um, it is not okay to let some motherfucker pound on you, and you ain't got to hit me but once. Uh, shout out to Jackie, who is my scene stealer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. that's all that I wrote down. Um, yeah, I got them. I got. Don't you? Hold on. Don't think you're gonna guilt me in my own house. Um, see there, white man asked to open her mouth. She sing all night. Um, <laughs> you ain't got to hit me but once, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ike after that, when Ike tell her, and don't let me catch you around my house neither. <laughs> <laughs> man, Ike was crazy. It ain't, it ain't funny, man. But because I know what he mean. Because you know, <laughs> hey, man, I know exactly what he mean. <laughs> Somebody's um, been around for yeah, she's been oh, around so years. long that she probably could try to sneak back in without apologizing. That's mm-hmm. what he's saying. Like, don't this for real, bitch. Don't come right. back over here. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. Um, um, everything you said, but one of my another one of my favorites is when that little boy asked Miss Turner, can I get that's Miss Turner? That's a married woman you talking <laughs> to. Like, come on, I hate. Ike is crazy. <laughs> he was crazy. All of that. <laughs> Mrs. Turner. Hey, Ike was on some trash, bro. That's that jealousy. <laughs> hey, um, I got one that neither one of y'all said. School, did you go through yours? Yes, yeah. I just got one that neither one of y'all said that just okay. gets me weak every time. <laughs> Tell Leanne if she misses step tonight, she'll be frying fish tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hey, that was like the first. That was the first sign of Ike just like, oh, this nigga, wow. Yeah. yeah. It meant all shit. of that shit. He meant all that. It yeah. meant all of it. Um, yeah. I don't have it, but I just thought it was always really endearing when Jackie would say, oh, little Ann. Um, oh, yeah. 
yeah. I thought it was great to call her by her name and not mm-hmm. Tina. And That's- I am surprised. I understand why she said I worked too hard. Um, in court, um, for to maintain that stage name, that name got my daddy blood on it. Um, that see, those are those are just great little things from Ike, man. This shit was this shit was cold. I was gonna say I'm surprised that she wanted to keep it, mm. but you sort of have to. Yeah, you have to, even point. though you know. You may not know that my name is, in fact, not Tina. Um, ain't nobody looking for little anime. Well, she's been with him for 20 years, you know, so that's what all the people know her by. Shit, exactly. You know? Exactly. And, um, I have to I have to say this quote, too. <laughs> After she wins in the and they're in the in the hallway of the courtroom, the first mm-hmm. thing he says to her, anime bullet. Yeah, yeah, y'all didn't know that's her real name. <laughs> Just a petty ass nigga. Just a petty yeah, ass. He beat nigga. up the white. He beat up uh, Ike Jr. and everything, man. Yo, son, this ain't even my child. That ain't it's even his son. son. That's her. Her son. That's his son. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Anime. I don't know what I was about to say. Where were uh, we? I'm sorry. I think y'all, think got, got, through, I think y'all got through quotes. Yes. Um, and then, quotes. Uh, okay. Same, I didn't Oh, I was going to say, hold on, before we do that, and neither one of us mentioned it, because I know we sort of moved quickly because we were belaboring a point um, Yeah. in the first still pretty much hour of this movie. Um, But the scene in the dressing room, after Ike, you know, uh, tries to show up with flowers, his head and third, right before the final credits, you know, what you going to do, beat me, Ike? Tina was so over that nigga, over that mm-hmm. shit. Like she was so unfazed and was so empowered just by sort of her own um rise from the ashes, essentially. Like that probably I can't believe I didn't mention it. That really is one of my favorite scenes because a nigga will show up on that same old trash that they've been on. <laughs> It thinks that you're supposed to be moved. And I just want to shout out to Tina for being like, nigga, okay, you're going to hit me here. You're going to shoot me. Do it. You're not going to do shit, you know? What are you going to do? Hit me, beat me. Tina said, you know what I think? I think you pussy. (laughs) You're not going to do do it. You know, you owe all the... Oh, Sue Records. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Go to the next one. What are we doing? Things that bother me? Yes, things that bother you. Or scene stealer, whatever y'all want to do. Well, oh. scene stealer, she already said her scene stealer. Yep, um, let's go Callaway, that's Jackie. I'm going to say Frost. That's 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 my scene stealer, man. I fucked with Frost okay. the whole movie. Um, Rich, you got a scene stealer? Um, it's Vanessa Bell Callaway for me, like, okay. far above and away. But I got a little scene stealer. Um, I just want to shout out, because it is one of my favorite scenes. I love that scene when she goes to the other hotel. Mm-hmm. And she's pleading for that room, and you just feel like, especially when she said she got what sixty one cents was it sixty nine cents? cents, yeah, and a mobile card, like mm-hmm. your heart just breaks, yeah. and just her her um Angela Bassett's her portrayal of that desperation, 
Like, mm-hmm. I need, like, I cannot afford y'all to say no right now. Yeah. And them picking up on that yeah. and them just um, being sympathetic and understanding. And obviously, like, you know, you Tina Turner, like, it'd be an honor. Mm-hmm. That actor is the same guy from episode of Martin that got the Draws episode. Um, yeah. um, no Justice, No Peace is the name of the episode mm-hmm. of Martin. Yep, school and myself talked about it when we did our Martin breakdown. We did the best episode ever. That episode actually is like I think made the top five. No justice, no peace. Yeah. Um, I just got to shout him out just because he's in there. I love Martin. Me and school definitely love it to yeah. death. Um, and I just love that scene as a whole because she got the. It wasn't a tragic like yeah we got you like we gonna protect mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. we wanted to see that for Tina especially at that point of the film. Yeah. Yes, so. and I think that's also a call. A, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it right now, but it definitely it definitely shows that she wants to keep her name and why? Because he wouldn't have known her if she would have been like, "I'm anime bullets." <laughs> mm-hmm. That's real. <laughs> yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Um. Okay, Barbara. So, things about. You got anything that bothers you? I really didn't have too much. And maybe that's just from looking at a nostalgic place. Uh, mm. Having watched this movie several hundred thousand oh, times, you yeah. know. Um, and let me be clear real quick. My bad. Let me just cut in. This is from the film perspective. Obviously, domestic violence bothers right. all of us. Everybody, I know that doesn't need to be said, but for a lot of people, it does. So I just want to yeah. make sure that you know people don't like what you you the, the scenes where she yes, of course, all that bothers us. We're just yeah. talking about from a movie, a filmmaking perspective. Yeah. I just had to say that for a disclaimer. Yeah, the internet. Yeah, um, forgot. I guess, and this is just only because I know it, I guess I would really would have liked to see, I've already touched on it, the real relationship between she and um, she and Spider. Like, nigga, this is his baby. They were carrying on. I, I don't know how relevant it is because he stayed in the bed. He didn't leave. You know? Um, I just really wanted to know how that went. And Ike adopted their son. How do you feel? Yeah, like you just it, signed it, it, over it's not like it's gonna like us make us him stealing her from him is not gonna make us love or not like Ike any less. You know what I mean? Like right. we're already not gonna like this nigga, so you might as well add that in. Shit. Right, right. Um, so I don't know. That's really probably it. I don't have much. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much except for what I mentioned earlier. I just would have liked them to to speak on how big they were. Even if it was just them going somewhere and people being like, ah, shit, that's Ike and Tina. Ike oh. and Tina. A crowd of people, something. Like, I just felt like they never let us really know how big they were and they were big. So that's that's my thing. I I just kind of said mine earlier at the beginning of the episode. It's, it's hard. Hindsight is twenty twenty, obviously. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said, Rachel, all the things you wanted to dig more into, yeah, that happens in 2023. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like we get, we like I said, we get more episodes, we get more time. It's not, it's not trying to tell this big story in, in two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So mm-hmm. I guess that's the only thing. And like I said, this hindsight is a very small thing. Still love the film, but you do. There's so much more. Uh, I'll never forget, man. I remember seeing Ali when Ali came out back in 2001. 
uh, with Pops and the film. And I remember Pop, my Pops is a big Muhammad Ali fan. And I asked him, like, what you think about the film afterwards? He was like, man, there's just so much they, they, they didn't get to. Yeah. So much they didn't talk about. And it's funny thinking about that. Like I said, they make stuff like that now for television. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only thing. It's not their fault. So I can't say it bothers me. Mm-hmm. This is what you did. Like, this is how it was made in 1993. Yeah. Um, but I would love to just have more, especially if it involved those two acting. Could you imagine six or seven episodes of more, like of them just going? I could yeah. see that. I, I I would like that. You know what? I just thought of something. I saw a viral clip of Tina on stage um, one time, and we see that the costumes were skimpy, you know. She was very sexy on stage. Oh, yeah. Very mm-hmm. sexy. I would have liked to see uh, one of the more erotic where she's using the uh, the mic very phallically. Um, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's where Jill Scott got it from because Tina is really rubbing that thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I would have just liked to see Aside, yes, we see she was an amazing dancer, singer. Again, proud Mary, that performance, we really didn't even touch on it, but that is like the grand pooba of songs, of performances in the movie. But I would have liked to see them show us really how sexy Tina was on stage. Like, she could be a video vixen. <laughs> if we didn't actually like have talent. Right. <laughs> Really. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's really kind of only thing. <clears throat> Any no. cultural moments? The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole yeah. thing. The whole thing. Wouldn't let that happen to me. I don't know. I'm probably not letting somebody. Uh, you never know what you would do, but yeah. I would hope that I would get out of a domestic violence situation a little early. Would you? Uh, would you stop messing with your mom after she snitched on you? Yes. Okay. Um, and it looked like she did. We don't see mom too much after that, do we? She nope. ain't that short. Nope. We don't see nope. her after that scene of her telling Ike where she was. Which mm-hmm. is a shame for the viewers just from a Jennifer Lewis standpoint. From a yeah. Jennifer Lewis standpoint. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I I love Jennifer Lewis and I don't ever want to see her play a ca- character that I would uh, that I wouldn't like. You know what I mean? Shit. That's real. Um, any actors from The Wire? No, unfortunately. Still a still a great movie though. Um you said wouldn't let that happen to me, didn't you, Rachel? Yeah. School, you got any trivia for us? Yes. So I know y'all said a lot of it. One thing that so it's a little side note uh on Lawrence Fishburg, and I said I had this one for you for real, Rich. Um he has on he's only turned down two movies. Um, and he turned this down five different times until Angela Bassett. Yes, he didn't sign on until Angela Bassett did, and they worked together on Boys in the Hood, and he felt that he could help her uh, on this movie, in which he did with the, the you know, four times on those um, heavy scenes and stuff of that nature. But there's another movie he turned down that I, I found quite interesting, and I I know you would find this interesting, Rich. Do you know what that movie is? No, I don't. What you got? 
turned down Pulp Fiction. Oh, word. Yeah. Ooh, Marcellus Wallace? <laughs> no. Who would it have been? Jules. Jules? Nah, hell nah. That's, Jules yeah. is my favorite movie character of all time. Oh, I know. Yep. So nah, I mean, I love Lawrence Fishburne, but nah. Yeah, he said... Uh, Talking about top 50 actors, Sam... Yeah. If Angela might be top two, Sam might be top four. Yeah. He like, said you know that uh, he saw some things in the script that he loved, and then he saw some things that he didn't quite like, and he just passed on it. He said one, he doesn't regret it because it's the movie that made Sam Sam. So he's like, I, I definitely love that I passed up on that movie because he yeah. loved Sam as well. I'm happy for I'm happy as well, but that is very interesting. <laughs> I did not know yeah. that. Um, yeah. I also yeah. knew... As far as him turning it down, he said one other thing that could persuade him was at least them mentioning something about Ike's past that might have like explained a little bit about why he was acting yeah. like this. Um, I, I know he had the scene where he he mentioned something about his past or his mom. I can't remember yeah. what it was exactly, um, yeah. but he, that was another piece of why he accepted because he was like the original script that he read and and we talked about this before in the pod. Yeah. The script that we get in the movie ain't always a script that these actors get when it's first. Right, pitched. absolutely. You know what I mean, yeah. so many rewrites take place. Um, so it was a completely different movie in a sense. It had Ike in a little bit even darker place. Right. He was like, at least give it something just to give this character a little bit of a light. Yeah. But I mean, Ike is still a piece. I mean, he's a real person. It's different from yeah. um, a fictional character. He's a real human being. Like, well, he he passed, but yeah, you know. It's hard when somebody's really living. You like you really did this shit. Yeah. And side note, if you've never ever seen any Ike Turner, um, just Google an interview from the eighties, early nineties, and you just his mannerisms and how he stutters a lot. Like Lawrence was on his shit. <laughs> That's for sure. Phenomenal. He's a and shout out, And shout out to both of them because. Nowadays, I feel like they people care more about you looking like the the person you're portraying. But those two embodied Ike and Tina, and they don't really look like them. And Angela Bassett spoke on that. You know, she's played Betty Betty Shabazz and and uh, Catherine Jackson and and you know uh, Rosa Parks. She's played a lot of people that she doesn't necessarily look like, mm -hmm. but she damn sure embodies those characters. So yeah. shout out to her. And if she don't win this Oscar, it will be a travesty because the Oscars owe her one anyway. Definitely. Well said, school. Uh, did you got any more trivia? Nah, that was it. That's okay. it. Okay. I got you. I know there's a lot of inaccuracies. I'm not gonna go through all this. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that, that a lot of it was for the movie. Like, yeah, a lot of it's for the movie. A lot of it didn't happen in real life. You know what I mean? Obviously. Mm -hmm. Cross wasn't real, a real person. Jackie weren't, wasn't a real person. Um, yeah, a lot of it was movies. So who got her into Buddhism? Um, it was it was Ike's uh, secretary or some someone close to Ike. I can't remember exactly, but someone close to Ike got her into Buddhism. And the way she met Ike and became um, in the group was not like in the movie as well. Actually, they were at the bar and Ike was on break. Like he, you know, they take a little 15 minute break and she actually took the mic and just start singing on it. It's kind of similar, I guess, but it wasn't no 
American Idol shit. <laughs> so. Well, we um, didn't get that. They know they had to pass the mic, but the fact that she went on her own gumption to get it versus. Yeah, I like that better. Yeah. Low key. Yeah, Low key. I, I like that better too. I had a couple things for y'all. Okay. <clears throat> I So, um, Lawrence Fishburne actually sang Ike Turner's parts in the film. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas, on the other hand, Angela Bassett, um, Tina Turner, she lip synced and mm -hmm. Tina Turner actually sang those parts. Yeah. Um, she did obviously all the dancing and the acting, the mannerisms, but. She couldn't get the singing down, so um, Tina actually sang those. But I thought it was pretty impressive that Lawrence Fishburne actually sang. Um, Halle Berry and Whitney Houston were in the running for the role of no. Tina Turner. How do you feel about that? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> ASAP. Um, Angela Bassett was actually injured during the first uh, during the filming of the first spousal abuse sequence. She fell off a high-rise sofa and uh, she had a hairline, hairline fracture in her right hand. Oh my god! She actually broke her wrist during filming um, of this uh, of the movie. Um, I think that's pretty much it. There was a couple more actors. I know Charlie Murphy auditioned for the role of uh, Ike Turner. <laughs> that would have been oh. interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it would have been interesting from a um, aesthetic standpoint. I would love. Yeah, I mean, it's more accurate than Lawrence Fishburne aesthetically. But. Right, I, Lawrence Fishburne just bodied this like never, but nobody could, nah. Um, and also, there's a couple more actors that were up for the role of Tina Turner: Robin Gibbons, Pam Greer, Vanessa Williams, and Janet Jackson. They were considered. I'm not saying they were like in the running, but they were all considered for the role. No, mm -mm. no, can't see it. I also think I I remember seeing something about Vanessa Bill Calloway like just being like a devout Christian, and she was able to mouth the Buddhism words or the chant. Mm -hmm. And actually had somebody dub over the words. She didn't. She didn't want to. I guess put that out there, like in real life. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was acting, I don't. She didn't want to, like, you know, keep chanting that over and over. So she mouthed the words, and they dubbed it over. Okay. So okay. interesting. I, think I read that somewhere. Um, other than that, I'll hop in to ask y'all. Y'all did an incredible job. It was listen. That was fun to witness. That was fun to witness, man. Like y'all passion and y'all love for this movie. Like it's incredible. I learned stuff that I didn't know about it. Y'all made incredible points that I hadn't even thought about. Um, I appreciate having a front seat to all of this. I'm sure all the listeners appreciate it too. But this is I could actually intervene and ask questions when y'all was doing y'all. <laughs> so that was pretty dope. But I guess we'll end it on this. Too high, too low, just right. The average viewer rates this film 7.3 out of 10. School, too high, too low, just right. It's too low. I'm giving it an 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> right, P? Agree. Too low. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm going to go an 8. Um, and if nothing else, I don't care if you don't even like the film. The acting in the it's film is good. incredible. It's too good. And to your so point, good. all those people, good actresses in their own right, but this call, this role called for a level of performance that we really ain't seen them other ones, even all of these years later, <laughs> carry that kind of performance, yeah. what this role required of you, and probably the effect that it had on Angela there after the fact, you know, 
So look, if y'all leave here with nothing else from me, I know I didn't say a ton. I just want to make sure y'all know two things. A, domestic violence is whack. Super whack. Real shit. Like, it's not, like, it's a serious issue. It's a serious matter. Um, Hopefully, nobody took anything that was said lightly, like, as us taking it lightly. We we definitely take it seriously. Um, You know, we like to break these movies down from a film perspective, not a real life. Um, I think we did acknowledge, of course, Tina Turner. That's the queen of rock and roll. We know she lived this. Um, mm-hmm. So we always want to send our love to her. Um, still still with us. Like, shout out to Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tina Turner. Um, and the second thing I would say is that the acting in this film is phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it can be overstated how good these two were in these roles. Yeah. You get anybody else. I won't say anybody, but they made this film special. They were nominated for a reason, especially in 93 when we yeah. weren't getting nominated like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you couldn't, you couldn't ignore this if you wanted to. Yeah. Like it just stands out as some of the best performances and you know, the characters might not have been the best, but the film is, it's great. And it's early nineties classic. Love it. I appreciate y'all for um, sharing y'all opinions with it, man. It was a great, great time listening. Y'all be cool. How y'all be cool. Bye.